Welcome to the Brandon Bloom Podcast, the place to be to learn how to grow your business's visibility online organically. I'm your host, Liz Fleming. Let's dive right into this new episode. Hey, hey, Bloomers. Welcome back to the Brandon Bloom Podcast. I'm super excited because we have a very special guest today. This is a gal who was actually a speaker at the Made By Me Summit, the first ever virtual summit that I did. I've got Tolu Michaels on the line with me. Hello, Tolu. Hi, ladies. I'm so excited. How Yay. are you? <laughs> oh, I'm wonderful. Uh, this is fantastic that we could reconnect your presentation for the summit was one of the most viewed because your niche is so specialized. It's something that people always have questions about personal branding and digital marketing. You know, we're on the same wavelength for sure. Um, but for those who may not have tuned in or attended the summit, why don't you tell us a bit more about yourself? Fantastic. Thank you so much, Liz. Uh, my name is Tulu Michaels. Uh, <laughs> I'm a digital entrepreneur and personal brand strategist. I teach entrepreneurs like you how to position yourself as a valuable expert so you can attract quality clients and impact lives profitably. I'll tell you what, after working with hundreds of clients, I've come to the conclusion that you don't have to lose yourself. You don't have to compromise your values. You don't have to sacrifice your sanity to build a profitable personal brand. Yeah, I totally agree. And something that I love and want to point out is that you are actually, I'm in North Carolina here in the U.S., and you mm. are on the other side of the world. And these <laughs> right. tactics that you're teaching work there too. And so there's something here that people need to dig into. It's something mm. I've definitely talked about on the podcast before in terms of branding yourself versus trying to get all cutesy and, you know, brand thing after thing after thing. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, like you are your brand. And here in the U.S., I've seen a lot of kind of big wigs who don't agree with that and I don't understand, but I would love to hear from you kind of, I know we want to talk about positioning, but mm-hmm. someone who is new to the business world, they're hearing this term personal brand. What does that even mean? Let's start there. Fantastic. And I'm with you on this mm-hmm. because even though people are so extra about branding this thing and that thing and this other thing, the truth is you're going to change. You're going to evolve. No matter how you're loving what you're doing now in the way that you're doing it, it's going to change. You know, research shows that people change their careers at least five times over the course of their lifetime. But the thing that you carry along with you is you, you know, your reputation, your credibility, your brilliance. So personal branding gives you room to brand yourself so that you're flexible for growth. For example, if I owned a flower shop and, you know, I built my brand around Toulouse Flower Shop, but then at some point I decided, look, you know what? I want to start making jewelry designed, you know, like flowers. I would need to change that. (laughs) You know, I would need to change that name. But the beautiful thing is as Tolu Michaels, I could do this thing today for a while. And as I grow and my business evolves, when I change, I'm just going to carry my audience along with me, you know, carry everything that I've built. So, so personal branding allows you to stack your experience on top of the other. As it gets more diverse, it also retains the focus, but because it's still you. Mm-hmm. So that's what personal branding does for you. Yeah. And I, I'm sure you agree with this, but the starting point for me and for 
others, you know, of my clients that I recommend is like branding your name. So like you have tolumichaels.com, mm-hmm. I've got elizabethfleming.com and that allows us the flexibility and the freedom to do exactly what you're saying. It's like, it doesn't matter if we start with X business and we end up at Y business, like we can keep the same, yes. we can keep the same website and just evolve as we as actual humans are evolving, right? Totally, yes. And the thing is, you're going to evolve because you're growing, you're learning, you're changing. And as you grow and change, your business will automatically grow and change. Mm-hmm. That's inevitable. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I, I'm a huge advocate for that. And one of my favorite um, little exercises that I always have my new clients do. I, I don't know if you do this. I'm curious, but I have them Google themselves. Like I have them Google their names. Have you done that? Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I just gave you a virtual high five because yes. I do exactly that. And in fact, you know, when I, when I speak to people or when I'm invited to speak somewhere, sometimes people tend to say, what's the one thing, what's the little step I could take today? Even if I'm not ready to do anything else, I just say, yeah, Google yourself, go incognito and Google yourself and make sure you're typing in the name that people would search if they were looking for you because at least it gives you a starting line it gives you something to work with and you can analyze that and say look this search results is it positive is it negative is it misleading or is it irrelevant and what am I going to do about it exactly um so that I totally agree it's like one of the best exercises you can do I think I've mentioned that before on the podcast so you guys if you haven't googled yourself yet definitely like Tolu said (laughs) open an incognito window and google your name and see what comes up and that is a great starting point for you to kind of navigate how you appear online this is your reputation we're talking about now in terms of personal branding when I've done workshops um one of the biggest questions that I get is how do I position myself properly? And I would love for you to answer this question. I, you know, I've got my own techniques, but um, positioning is a huge area for you. So I think a lot of people, especially business owners, there's confusion between how much personal do I share? How much business do I share? And I don't think they realize that, you know, that's in their control. And if you have any best practices, we'd love to hear them. Uh, thank you so much, Liz. Liz, you know, great minds think alike. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, when it comes to positioning, you know, even if you don't do anything else, when you when you do this, a lot of the struggles are taken away because it is clear to you what you do, what you stand for. And then it's even clear to other people because, you know, confused people don't buy. <laughs> so positioning makes sure that they are clear. And a good place to start is really to say, okay, what, what exactly am I doing? So many times we confuse the title with beer, with what we do. I'm a personal brand strategist, but that's the title. You know, mm. what do you do? So you could actually have five personal brand strategists in a room. And when you ask them what they do, they would actually explain it in different ways because we focus on different things. So mm. I am really focused on helping you position yourself as a valuable expert for example. And what that process looks like is it comes down to defining three things. So I'll give you a framework so that you can remember it. Awesome. And <laughs> you start with what do you do? But, but you know, what do you do? Sometimes it's difficult to answer if you don't know who you are. So I always say when we want to talk about positioning, let's separate it into two things. Let's discover and then we define. So to discover who you are, you know, and what you're like, you can 
actually now start to think around who am I? What do I like? What am I passionate about? What are the values and the principles that I hold dear? Uh, what, what do I think is my purpose? You know, what is my professional expertise? What do I know how to do? What have I learned how to do? What has my journey looked like? And it's, it's really interesting to begin to dig deep and discover more about yourself because what, what happens then is it helps you see that you're actually more valuable than you thought. And, you know, everything you have gone through up to this point is really helpful and really useful for you. So discovering yourself, discovering what makes you unique, and it's an ongoing process, like, don't you agree? You're, you're always going to keep learning more about yourself. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so you do, you do that work of discovering yourself and then you now say, okay, so what do I do for this person? Because now you've discovered yourself, you know what you're bringing on board. Even if you were not doing anything, whenever you show up, you show up as that person with all your passions, you know, your values, your purpose, your expertise, all of that. But then what do you do for this person? So I'd like you to write that down. Besides saying, oh, I'm a jeweler, I'm a designer, you know, I'm a maker. What exactly do you do? Then the next thing you're gonna need to ask yourself is who do I do it for? So those positioning and personal branding work that I do, I'm focused on entrepreneurs, for, for example, particularly digital entrepreneurs, you know? So you are now gonna ask yourself, who do I do it for? I like to actually call it modern entrepreneurs rather than digital entrepreneurs because some people really just count themselves out and say, I'm not techie. No, I mean people who can use a smartphone. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you, so you see that, so you're able to actually specify to say, look, this is who I'm here for. This is who I'm not here for. And then the third thing is, how do you do it differently? This one is special because a lot of people say, how do you do it better? But you know, mm. better is a moving goalpost. You never know. So if I said, I'm better than you because I have six years experience and you have six months experience, one day you're going to have six years of experience. Or if it's that, look, I have this certificate or I have this fancy app, you can get those too. So it's really a question of how do I do it differently? And that's where everything you have done to discover yourself now really comes to play because you now realize that, yes, I'm doing this and there might be other people doing this exact same thing, but I'm bringing more of me into it. And the more of yourself you put into it, you know, the, the, the more unique it becomes, the more different it becomes because it now has your tone, your voice, your personality, you know, your own look and feel. So that's, that's positioning in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. Who are you? What do you do? And how do you do it differently? When you can articulate that, you're really onto something. Yeah, I love that line. And I, I don't think I've ever thought about it like that. How do you do it differently? Not how do you do it better? Mm -hmm. That's like brilliant. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, so, so, it's such a simple concept, but it really can get the wheels turning. I know my wheels are turning. And something that, you know, if you guys are looking for an example, um, another example, I know Tolu gave one before, but Tolu and I are both personal branding strategists. Like that's where my background stems into. And um, the reason that I ask other experts who are also in my craft to come on the podcast and the reason I collaborate them is because I know we're different. We serve different audiences. We have different experiences and I'm in no way intimidated. Like I don't see that 
you know, I feel like there's just value in knowing other people, you know, I know Mm -hmm. I'm not perfect. Like we each have our own experience and that's what Tola is trying to get at here is, you know, she has her framework. I have my framework. So just Mm -hmm. like you have your product and someone else who maybe makes a similar product has theirs, you both have totally different backgrounds and different stories. So running through those questions, asking yourself those questions will really help you position yourself properly in terms of personal branding. I love that. Those are great questions. <laughs> I need to like Thank write those you. down on my post-it and go back through them. Um, so what would you say to those who are listening, who are really just starting to put themselves out there for the first time. Maybe they just started their social media platforms. Maybe they just started their website or their Instagram and their audience isn't that big. Can they still Mm -hmm. build a profitable brand? And if so, how would they do that right from the get-go? Absolutely. You know, more is more is just more. More doesn't always mean better. So just because someone has more followers doesn't mean it's uh, better quality. I know that it's great to have more and nothing wrong with wanting more. But you have to also realize that um, sometimes we have to be articulate about what we want. You know, just the same way you'd say popularity is not the same as profit. It's nice to have yes. both, but you want to be clear. <laughs> Oh my God. Thank you for saying that. Yes. You know, it's it's nice to have both, but but you want to be clear to say, okay, this is my focus. And then this other one can come as a byproduct. So uh, when you don't have a large audience yet, you actually have something that is really valuable. And I want you to start to think about it. You see it everywhere. There are two things. One is you have personality because the closer you are to your audience, the more you're able to get personal with them, the more you're able to, you know, really have conversations, use it to your advantage. Something I admire about these is you wake her up anytime. She'll tell you about her audience. She'll tell you what they're like, where they're at, you know, and I, I really like that. I mean, no matter how big you get, that's something you probably want to hold on to the ability to say, This is who I'm serving and this is the stage that they're at. But because you're even just started, because I remember when I started my email list, for example, I knew everyone by name. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Because I was always checking. You know, I was always checking to see who signed up. And, and you know, when people replied to the emails, I, I kept like mental notes of where this person was at, where they're at. And then I used to say to them, reply me, please. I read everything, you know, and it was just, it, it, it gave me data. So when I start to put things out there, people say things to me like, wow, you're reading my mind. How did you know? I'm like, I know because you told me. So use that opportunity to get really personal if you have a few followers, make sure that, you know, you're, you're responding when they engage with you, you're commenting, you're, these are real people, not just mm-hmm. Instagram numbers. These are real human beings who have a mm-hmm. life, who have desires, who have preferences. So get to know that. So that's one advantage you have. You're able to get as personal as you want. And listen, we buy from people we know. We buy from people we like. We buy from people we trust. We don't really say, how popular is this person before we buy? It's more like, would I get what I want? And you get the opportunity to do that. The second thing that you have when your audience is not so large is perspective. You have a unique perspective. You see, sometimes when somebody has really grown their audience or grown their business and they're further down along the line, they don't even remember what it is like to be a beginner. They don't don't remember what it is like to work with people who are just starting or who are at stage one. And you have that unique perspective. Don't hide it. I see people try to pretend that they are huge when they are really just starting 
there is something beautiful about that. And you know what? If you keep trying to look like someone else, the people who are looking for you will not find you because you're there, but you're hiding, you know, looking like this other thing that you're not. So, but people, there are always be people who appreciate that story, that perspective and where you're at. So the more you share that, the more people feel like they know you, they like you, they trust you, which are actually the qualities that make people buy. So you'll be, you know, profitable in that way. Yeah, that's, those are great tips. And I 100% agree. And I don't know about you, what you're seeing in um, kind of your community, your, your corner of the internet, but a lot of those that I've been connected with lately are less drawn to growing a bigger audience and instead just staying small and staying super niche and focusing on just being happy with their presence and their process. Are you seeing that too? That less yes. and less people are kind of striving for that, those vanity metrics? Mm-hmm. Yes, because it's, it's becoming really clear, you know, that, that look, the, uh, the, the, metri- the vanity metrics are not what, like I said, popularity is not the same as profit, right? Even though it's nice to have both. And it's not because people don't want to grow, but people have come to realize that, look, I'm not going to sacrifice my sanity to grow. I'm not, I'm not going to compromise my values. I won't be fighting myself just so I can, right. you know, reach this particular height. So I see a lot of that. I see people getting more specific, which actually is more helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love what you said too, about, um, how you kind of lose yourself when you try to be like someone else, you mm-hmm. know, and there's always that, especially on Instagram and social media, there's that comparison trap that people fall into so often. And that's really intimidating. It, it has them doubting themselves and it makes it hard for them to start. What would mm-hmm. you say to those people? Uh, I would say, first of all, don't be mad at yourself for feeling that way because it's, it's yeah. kind of normal to, to really ask, okay, <laughs> what am I doing with my life? Look at this person. <laughs> so don't be mad at yourself, but you have to always remember where you started. Did you really start this thing to just have so many likes and comments or did you start it to build a business? And mm. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's It's nice. It feels good. But we have to think about what is the main thing I'm after and what's going to be the byproduct. And the other thing I'm going to say to you is, let me give you something to focus on. I call it the past framework, past. (laughs) So the first thing is uh, state the problem you're solving anytime, anytime you feel discouraged, anytime you feel, you know, like, oh, is this going to work? Am I I just fooling myself or am I really going to build something that lasts or that matters? So state the problem you're solving, amplify the importance of solving that problem. So, and you know, when I say state the problem you're solving, I don't mean that you need to be a surgeon or you need to be a Mm. brand strategist or, you know, you could actually just be making pots and you're solving a problem. In fact, you could be making people laugh and that's so valuable. So state the problem you're solving, amplify the importance of solving that problem. S. write down the solution you're offering so you actually remember that you're not just here to play around I'm doing something I'm doing my part to solve this problem and then see which I consider to be the biggest part of it all is write down the transformation that people experience when they buy from you 
you know that smile when somebody buys a piece of jewelry from you or something you designed or a card you wrote something you created somebody comes to your etsy shop and then they buy something and the, the joy they feel when they give it as a gift to their loved ones those the, the, you know those things the transformation is actually more important is deeper it gives you more joy it makes you feel more fulfilled you know you're doing meaningful work and I think the biggest thing of it all for me is that I'm conscious of the fact that it's not just what will my product do for them, but who will they become because mm -hmm. they worked with me. And I think that changes your perspective a lot. Yes, yeah, so much. Thank you for sharing that. That's fantastic. A great way to look at it. And, you know, you guys, the greatest gift you have to offer in this world is yourselves. And I know Tolu 100% yes. agrees <laughs> yes. with that. So yes. do you find too, um, I see this a lot, that people overthink the process so it's hard for them to even start answering these questions and taking that action so i see that a lot what about you yes i mean i'm, I'm i guess we're wired to be that way sometimes because you want to yeah. be careful you don't want to die but here's yeah. the thing you must know you will not die from doing things you, you, you won't die from registering a business or <laughs> or from yeah. making a post on instagram or you know you won't die from doing any of those things or for you know sending your products to someone samples sending samples to someone you won't you won't die from doing that so that's that's one thing and here's a question i always ask myself when i feel something looks huge i just say what is the smallest single step i can take where it is impossible to fail most times it's something like calling someone you can't feel like making a phone call yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know so that's that's where to start what's the smallest thing i can do and if you're listening right now Honestly, the smallest thing you can do is to pick up a pen and answer these questions. You know, what's the yeah. problem solving? Yeah. Really small. You can't feel like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I 100% agree. You have to start somewhere. And I remember mm -hmm. when I first started in this area, I was just so afraid of what other people would think. Mm -hmm. But then I just started putting myself out there, you know, maybe sharing posts or articles or getting on podcasts, whatever it was. And Liz, did anybody yeah. stone you for, for, for posting? No. Did anybody stone you? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, I didn't get hurt. I didn't get hurt. There was nothing that happened that was horrible. It wasn't the end of the world, you know, that I shared that post. So I know how intimidating it can be, but it's really, it can be so simple. So run through these questions that Tolu has presented, these frameworks, they are fantastic. Uh, Tolu, do you have any final words of wisdom you want to share before we head out? <laughs> well, yeah, uh, one thing I want to say is that there's nothing wrong with being a beginner. There's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with starting. Even if you're starting, remember that you're, you were not born yesterday. So you've been doing something else before now. You're just starting this one for the first time or starting this one newly. So you're not actually starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Listen, when you show up to your brand and to your business like this, you not only give other people an example of what is possible, you also give them permission to do the same, which I think is just such a beautiful thing. So well done and yes. keep going. Yes. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> now you have a little free goodie for my listeners too. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah. So I have a personal branding blueprint and I'm giving up for free because at the very least, everyone deserves to at least know what it's going to take to start building their personal brand. So it's at tolumichaels.com slash personal brand. 
Yes. Uh, and I'll put that here and, in the show notes along yes. with your Instagram, your website. If you guys are looking for more examples of how to develop a wonderful, strong personal brand, definitely follow Tolu over on Instagram. She does a beautiful job. Your posts are so spot on and so fantastic. I feel like I'm <laughs> always you. just liking and commenting them because I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm glad that there's other people in the world out there who get this, you know, it's, it's totally okay to share your story and lean on that step into that spotlight. So I'm honored to know you now after the summit and after this conversation. <laughs> and I'm so thankful that you came on. So thank you for Please. being here. Tolu. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. Yes, of course. Now bloomers go out there and bloom boldly wherever you're planted by staying rooted to what matters. And remember you've got this and I've got you. Did that go by too fast? No worries. You can always find me over at elizabethfleming.com. That's E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-F-L-E-M-I-N-G.com for more information about my programs and how to take your learning further with me. There's also a free marketing checklist that you can get your hands on right now if you'd like. So head over to elizabethfleming.com for more. And if you loved this episode, I would love it if you left a review in return. It helps so much. So tell your friends about it. If you want to share it on social, the official show hashtag is Brandon Bloom Pod. And you can also tag me everywhere. I'm at Ms. Liz Fleming. That's M-S-L-I-Z-F-L-E-M-I-N-G. Everywhere on social media. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time.